Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great morning so far, depending on when you're listening to this. Got some big things coming up on today's show. Got a couple of announcements that I want to throw out there. But if you want to, check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E.net. What you're going to get with that website, it's going to connect you to everywhere I am online. Anything you can think of of all my links will be at Tuttle.net. Now, I've got a couple of different avenues of content that I'm doing right now. One being my podcast, which is audio. The other being my video content. And my video content's been growing. I've gone through some of these phases when I left the Bubba the Love Sponge show. Actually, did I leave? I don't know. I mean, there's no hard feelings between me and Bubba. I was definitely fired. I didn't leave on my own. So please don't take it like I'm trying to like, oh, I left. Screw Bubba. No, that's not the case at all. But when I first left Bubba's show, I started out and wanted to see what I needed to do because being out of radio, people forget about you all the time. So you got to keep some type of presence online, on air, wherever it is, you still have to keep your name out there. And I was never allowed to have a YouTube page. All the content that I did, I needed to give to Bubba. And I had no problem with that. You know, he was paying me. He was my employer and pretty much had to do what I had to do. And I had no problem with that. But when I left there immediately, I was like, I'm going to start uploading content on my YouTube page because I had done it before I went over to Tampa on my YouTube channel. I had a bunch of video from dumb stuff that I did with the monsters, Ron and Fez, Drew Garabo, all those radio shows that I worked with. I had content from there. And then I had a lot of my personal content video stuff when I was married. We did a lot of traveling. We went to concerts. So I had a lot of content that I was putting up there, but I I had not put up a lot of content on my YouTube page in a while. So I was like, I got to start uploading on my YouTube channel. And it started off a little weird. I was doing like a daily vlog on my YouTube channel. And then, you know, it was kind of hard keeping up with a daily vlog, especially where I'm living over here in Oak Hill. I have no Wi-Fi here and I only get 50 gigabytes of data. I have unlimited data, but when they tell you unlimited data, it's really not unlimited data. I mean, they'll give you data over 50, but fuck me, it is slow as Quirky. Yes, Quirky from the TV show. I forget what, um, is it eight is eight is enough? Was Quirky? I don't know. Shit. With this uh, pandemic going on, everything blends together. So I was doing those daily video vlogs and it was just eating up and my, my internet was so slow. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe less is more. And I started just filming my daily interactions with people and saving it. And then when I got to the weekend, I do all the editing. Not the best editor, guys. I can I can give you a 
straight down, you know, no graphics, no titles or anything like that. Barely any amount of music on my YouTube videos, but I can edit it down and condense it where you're only getting the best of the best. So I would do that and edit that and do a once a week video. Now, one of the things that I had been working on for so long was to be able to stream live from the YouTube app. And YouTube, for the while, is the wild, wild west. Uh, when I had my old YouTube channel, I was even monetized at that point where I could get paid. It wasn't a lot because I wasn't getting a lot of hits, but they changed it all up. They wanted to, you know, weed out the bad seeds and they made it where you had to have all these stipulations. And I think you had to, I think the minimum was you have to have at least a thousand subscribers and at least 5,000 hours of video viewing time per minute. So 5,000 minutes worth of viewing time. And then I finally reached that goal and where my, my numbers and stuff that I've been doing on a daily basis now is my live stream. Man, this has been happening to me a lot when it comes to this pandemic. My OCDs, my ADHD has been in full effect, especially with doing this podcast. I get locked up. I have no interaction with human people, no physical interaction at all. I haven't had it in a while. Yes. And you know what? I'm not going to consider my parents physically because I see them all the time. I've been around them more than anybody in my fucking life. When I get on this podcast and I'm talking to you and I'm talking to you, I'm I'm imagining you guys. And you know what? I'm doing it again. I'm getting off on one of these long winded tangents. Sorry, I got caught up again. God, do, do I need to take more Adderall or am I taking too much Adderall? About a year ago, I ended up, I don't even know why I did it, but I saw that Tuttle TV was available. TuttleTV.com was available. And when you buy a website, you can direct that address to go to another address. And I just thought it would be easier for people to go to TuttleTV.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E-TV.com. And Tuttle TV will take you directly to my YouTube page, which is YouTube.com slash Tuttle. Make sure when you go to that web address, my YouTube channel, hit subscribe. That's number one. You want to hit subscribe. But while you're there, this is another important step that a lot of people that are on YouTube don't do. I know some people don't like getting alerts, but hit that bell button. It's a little bit to the right of the subscribe button. But when you hit that bell button, what that does for you is it's going to alert you. It's going to send an alert to your iPhone. If it's an Android or whatever it is, all smartphones, you're going to get that alert whenever I, I go live, do a live stream. I'm trying to do live streams as much as I can on a daily basis. But when I go live, you're going to get an alert. So you're there watching a live. And if you miss my live streams, if you miss my live streams, don't worry, because when I get done with the live streams, YouTube uploads them so you can watch them later. So subscribe, hit that bell button. Now, if you want to help me out, I've talked about this on my live streams as well as previous podcasts. If you want to help me out financially, you can easily do that. I know times are tough right now, especially going through this pandemic. Before the pandemic, I had been doing my podcast for maybe a little under a month. And when I was doing the podcast, I was making more money than what I am right now. So I'm not, I'm not mad about it. anything you donate is bonus. And just know I'm 
I'm not spending any of the money you guys donate to my PayPal on frivolous things. I don't drink anymore, so it's not going to my alcohol abuse or anything like that. I'm not buying scratchers off at the White Trash Sunoco here in Oak Hill. I'm not doing that. I'm saving all that money to reinvest back into my podcast, my YouTube channel, any of the content that I do. That money's going back into it. I would like to get a better microphone. I would like to get Wi-Fi here. If I got Wi-Fi here, the quality of my audio and video would be so much better. So that money you donate to my PayPal, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio, anything is appreciated, even a dollar. I don't give a damn. I want to think, hold on, I got to I gotta look this up. I want to think, oh, yes, I'm not going to say what he donated, but Sam Goldberg, Sam Goldberg, who listens to my podcast, ended up throwing me some money, donating and helping out the cause because all my content is free. If you don't want to help me out financially, you can do that in other ways. And this is even more valuable than any money you can donate, and that is promoting my content. If you want to help me out in any way, and not in a financial way, if you want just want to help me out, you like what I do. You're a fan of mine. You think I'm a good person, and you would be happy to see me succeed. If that's the case, you can do that by helping me spread the word. I'm not on the radio anymore right now. I have plans of getting back on the radio, but right now I'm not there. This podcast, even if I get back on the radio, I'm not going to stop doing my YouTube channel and podcast channel. That's not going to happen because I'm building this. This is something I'm doing for a while. This is my backup plan because what I've learned over my 20 years of experience in radio is that it's an unforgiven field. None of these people are your friends. Help spread the word. If you want to help me out, do it on your social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Reddit. I don't give a damn. If you would like to email me, Tuttle at gmail.com, please do that. I would love to hear from you. There's going to be a couple of interviews today, Ben. We want to make sure that we both find the right fit. Business as usual is not really our motto, so we hope you have some fun here. This is the first time we're hiring interns, so some of our intern questions may not exactly fit your profile, but we're going to go for it anyway, okay? So I've been doing this podcast almost two months. I come from a radio background, and I'm always going to go big. I want this podcast to be legitimate. I want it to be looked at as a regular radio show, and something that that's going to make me feel more legitimate, maybe not make me more legitimate, the Tuttle Daily Podcast has their first official intern. And, you know, I take pride in this, okay? The way I look at it when it comes to radio is that if it wasn't for somebody teaching me how to do stuff, I would have never been able to progress in my career. And in radio, there's a lot of people that have the attitude that they will not show you things. They don't want to teach the people that are underneath them, people that are younger or interns, they don't want to show them how to do anything because everybody has that stigma that that person's going to take your job if you teach them how to do what you do. And I've never, ever had that outlook. I will always take the time to teach somebody. If you talk to Joey Logano, Stone Joey Logano from the Bubble Love Sponge Show, I taught him every chance that I could. I gave him advice. I tried to help him. And if you ever want to ask him, tweet him at Stone 
Young Joey, that is his Twitter account. Ask him. I helped him out as much as I could. But back to what I said, the Tuttle Daily Podcast has their first intern. Does she live in Florida? No. And yes, it is a woman. It is a woman. She is an attractive woman. I am also a 40-year-old man, and I'm not going to be a creeper. I'm keeping everything professional. My buddy Lyle, Lyle, who is up in Alberta, Canada, he is a roughneck. He runs a bunch of oil rigs up in Canada. He was a big fan of mine when I was with Bubba's show. He followed me over to my podcast. I will say, I'm not going to say how much, but by far, financially, Lyle has helped me out more than any other subscriber or listener has done before. But he's helped me out and he has a daughter. She is 22 years old and her name is Hannah. And I will, guys, I know I have a bunch of male subscribers and listeners are like, oh, what's Hannah's Facebook? What's Hannah's Instagram? What's Hannah's Twitter account? I gotta check out Hannah. I will get to that point. I know how this radio thing works. I know how male listeners are, male subscribers. You wanna see, because men are a very visual species. I know we're not a species, but I'm I'm saying we are. We like to look at things. But I'm not messing with some rugged Canadian that's an oil rigger. Nuh-uh. Not having that. I don't want any part of that. What the fuck are you? What you doing here? How old are you? Motherfucker, you look dirty. Get your ass up against that wall. Now, I know a lot of people did not like the third Bad Boys movie, but I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm sure it might get a lot of hate, might get a lot of fire on social media, but I think the Bad Boys trilogy, for what it is, I will say this, not an Oscar-worthy movie, but for what it is worth, it's entertaining. It has a great mixture of action and comedy. And you would like, oh, well, I don't want comedy in my action movie. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence had this chemistry that is so brilliant. By far, the first Bad Boys movie is still great. Second one is good. Third one, not as great as the other two, but it's still on level. A perfect mixture of comedy and action and Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are able to do it. What the fuck is your problem? You think you know it all? You young thundercat. You got joints on you? You smoke that shit? Listen, the reason I'm playing this clip is because I don't want to overstep any boundaries when it comes to Lyle and Hannah. We've talked. I've talked to Hannah on a couple of different occasions away from her father. I wanted to talk to her because the first couple of times I talked to her, her father was there. But I wanted to get her away from her father so she can feel comfortable. You trying to get my daughter high? You smoke Marvin. that shit? Nigga, who that is? I remember very, very well the first time I heard Will Smith say the N-word. I was like, holy Holy crap. Because Will, Will Smith, when it was DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, he was known as a clean rapper. Here it is, a groove slightly transformed. Just a bit of a break from the norm. There's no debating. By far, this is the best thing that Will Smith has ever put out musically. And don't bring that getting jiggy with it or any of that men in black bullshit songs he did. This is it. Summertime. It is his pinnacle. Just a little something to break the monotony of all that hardcore dance that has gotten to be a little bit out of control. It's cool to dance, but what about a groove that soothes and moves romance? Growing up, I was the nerdiest, white, only child you could ever imagine. I was the stereotypical prototype white 
nerdy kid. I was such a prototypical white nerdy kid. If they had a draft for white nerdy kids, I would have been number one coming straight out of college, winning the Heisman Trophy for the whitest kids you could think of. But this music video, the video for summertime, made me want to attend a black barbecue in the worst way or a family reunion. Either or, I'm not going to be picky. Give me a soft, subtle mix. And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. Pop in my CD and let me run around and put your car on cruise and lay back, cause it's summertime. Fuck is Reggie! Care to take Megan out. What you want, nigga? What's your name? You want you taking Megan out? Shit, nigga, you at least 30. This is my. Can you fight? You can fight. Oh, you move, move. I mean, that's the other reason I'm trying to be respectful. I've never met like a real life Canadian. And Lyle, who is Hannah's father, is a oil rigger. Seems like a pretty tough profession. I'm pretty sure. Canadians know how to fight and drink, and I want no part of that. If I look at Mike, you, look, no, I want to know if the nigga. I want to know somebody gonna take my niece out. I want to know if the nigga can fight. So Lyle was like, "Hey, she's interested in getting into something in the entertainment field." I know you're far away, and I said, "No, listen, Lyle, that's not an issue. With the technology we have, we can video chat. We can do this and that. We'll make it work." I'm in the process of teaching Hannah. She, Hannah is helping me behind the scenes with show prep ideas. You know because she's 22. I'm 40. We all say, oh, when you're in your early 20s, you're like, oh, I'm not going to change when I get to my 40s. It's inevitable. You're going to change. You're going to lose touch of what's cool or not cool. I feel like I have a pretty good pulse on that because I stay up on pop culture, music, entertainment, movies, all that good stuff. So I have a pretty good grasp, but I'm sure Hannah knows some things that I don't know. Oh. I've been having crazy pipe dreams. Don't laugh. And please don't tell the mental hospital staff. But I wake up in the land filled with mushrooms. Run a plants a doom and fire flowers in full bloom. I think I probably played this song for the first time on Bub Army Radio whenever I hosted the Tuttle Show one night a week. And I played this song and I wanted to play it. So if you're wondering who this is, this is from Scrub Club. The artist is Mad Hatter and it is Pipe Dreams. It's a rap song about Super Mario. Now with the coronavirus, a lot of businesses have had to get creative and kind of pivot and change up their business model, but they came up with the idea, hey, Let's rent out our games. People are at home. People are quarantined. They're not leaving. We could get some money out of this and we could rent out our stand-up arcade games. It's brilliant. And who would not? Every guy in their man cave has always dreamed of having a stand-up arcade game in their man cave. Kind of a blast of nostalgia that'll, you know, get you hopefully in a, a better mind and a bit of a stress relief for things. Robert Leonard is the owner of Tampa's Lowry Parkade. Listen, I've heard nothing but great things about this TV reporter, this broadcaster, Sean Daly. I've heard nothing but great things. He is a very respectable broadcaster in the Tampa Bay area on TV news. But in my opinion, he is overselling this story. And yes, I know it's not a serious story. It's one of those like pieces. That's a feel good story. I get it. It's a business. They had to pivot. They had to change up their business. 
business. So it is one of those not serious news stories that you try to make fun, but it just seems very morning zooish type. I just don't know. I, I've heard some of Sean Daly's reports, and I've never heard him sell a story like this. This playful bar has all the classics. Pinball, Donkey Kong, Tetris, and my favorite, Spy Hunter was my game. I love this thing. I gotta admit, I never played Spy Hunter in an arcade like a stand-up machine. I played the hell out of Spy Hunter on the original Nintendo Entertainment System. We did 14 deliveries in the, the last week. Because they can't have customers inside, Lowry Parkade is renting out its game, safely delivering these old-school beauties to your home. They'll deliver your game to your home. I, am I the only one that's hearing it that way? We wipe down the whole machine with uh, bleach spray. When we deliver uh, we wear masks and gloves to do the whole delivery process. Lowry Parkade also offers curbside delivery of beer growlers from their extensive list, which has helped the Parkade stay in business and keep people working. After all, we need smiles these days, and these old school wonders can still bring a lot of them. When I first heard this clip, I had to do a double take because I thought I was watching the movie Bruce Almighty. You know those cheesy like TV news sign-offs that Jim Carrey did in that movie? while he was trying to get hired and get the anchor desk. This is what I heard the whole time. It was like I was double tracking. I was hearing Sean Daly and Bruce from Bruce Almighty giving his report. What are we really looking at here? Is it just a big cookie? Or does this cookie represent the pride of Buffalo? It's dedicated and hardworking citizens, the key ingredient, with a few nuts thrown in, and finally, the love of our families, which provides the warm, chewy center making our beloved Buffalo the sweetest place to live. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. I'm Bruce Nolan, Eyewitness News. It helps connect with that that inner child. In Tampa, Sean Daly, ABC Action News. Love you, Sean. I'm just busting your balls. I've heard nothing but great things from you. And who gives a damn what I think? I'm doing a podcast in Oak Hill in the middle of BFE Volusia County. So, you know what? You're doing pretty good, Sean. I run through the land and I'm quick on the double. Dream of no dream, man. Toadstool is in trouble. So bring on King Cooper. I ain't that impressed. I'm gonna flush out that snake like a plumber possessed. Bitch, I am true to my claim. Fat boy, plumber, Mario is a name right. Collecting coins, I'm all about my cash And you know them chicks dig the bushy ass mustache Let's talk about this So, arcade games, stand-up arcade games Which ones would you want to have in your game room? What arcade game brings you back? Because everybody remembers their favorite arcade game You can get back to that feeling The arcade I spent a lot of time in was at Dayton's Gate See, now, Donkey Kong really fucked me up as a kid because you didn't know who the hero, who the villain was. Was Mario the bad guy? Was he trying to get back? Because Donkey Kong seemed to not like Mario. Why didn't he like Mario? And why was there a sequel where Mario imprisoned Donkey Kong and his son, Donkey Kong Jr., had to rescue him? I'm so confused.
And if I was African-American, I would be calling bullshit on Donkey Kong. Shit seems kind of racist to me. You think people from the South are racist? Yes, they are. But the Italian, Italians are some of the racist, most racist fucks you could ever think of in this country. Love you, Italians. Great food. Some of my best friends are Italian. God, that sounded really bad. Years of talk radio, you always hear white people say, some of my best friends are black. You'll hear that. So, and I just uttered the phrase, some of my best friends are Italian. I'm not saying it, but, you know, a lot of people might think Donkey Kong represents the black man. The black man that's trying to be kept down by the other races. And Mario, Italian. Italian. Of course, some Italian is going to be pissed off when Donkey Kong steals his woman. A white woman. Racist. The whole Donkey Kong system is racist. <laughs> Before everybody was making a big deal about the violence in Grand Theft Auto, the Grand Theft Auto of my generation was Mortal Kombat. A lot of kids flushed away years of their allowance, stuffing quarters into that machine as fast as they could to play Mortal Kombat because none of the kids could get the game for the home entertainment because a lot of parents thought the game was too violent. And for its time, it was. Motherfuckers were ripping skulls and spine straight out of people's bodies. Had never seen that before in a game in my life and parents at the time were freaking the fuck out. Get over here! So Donkey Kong was number 10. Mortal Kombat was number 9. Uh, this is an article I found. I googled what the top 10 arcade games were. Mortal Kombat's on there twice. Asteroid. Fuck yeah, Asteroid. Cabinet sold over 100,000 cabinets. Revenue by 1991, $800 million. In today's rate, in today's economy, that is well over a billion dollars. Man, I didn't realize how much these goddamn arcade games. Defender. Wasn't a big defender person, but I can I can get oh this is definitely I played this one. Me and my friend Derek and Howard, we played this all the goddamn time. NBA Jam, one of the best sports games of all time. It is up there with Madden. I know Madden's more popular, but NBA Jams was the jam. Who else was on the list? Miss Pac-Man, yeah, wasn't a big Pac-Man fan. Oh, Street Fighter, Street Fighter was definitely up there. That was, you know, if there was no Street Fighter, there would be no Mortal Kombat. What else is on the list? That was number three, Space Invaders. I think they're just giving some of those nostalgic ones top on the list. And what was number one? Pac-Man. Yeah, Pac-Man. I can't believe they got Pac-Man on there twice. Miss Pac-Man, Pac-Man, the same. I would always get caught up on Miss Pac-Man because the ghost would eat her in the corner because she couldn't go past a sink without washing the dishes and the ghost would get her every fucking time. I've been having crazy pipe dreams. My brother's in there too, Luigi. But Luigi's a pussy. So it's up to me to save the mushroom kingdom. I'm here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. And I'm all out of gum. What? I know that was lame. But when your enemies are turtles, you kind of all shame. You got Koopa Troopers and even Koopa Paratroopers. Stomp on their shells to leave before I leave you, I'm very, very excited to talk about one of my first advertisers and to hear that this guy wants to work with me. Maybe you know him, Craig LaFleur. He is the owner of Pyrospot Fireworks. And I worked at Clear Channel for a while, and this guy spent a lot of money, especially during.
during 4th of July and New Year's. He is spending major amounts of cash and he wanted me to let you guys know and he wanted me to talk about what they've got going on right now. A lot of those guys are poker players. They do a lot of online stuff and they've been using this website. I've checked into it. It's pretty great. It's user friendly. I'm not a big, big poker player, but even for me, it was very, very user friendly. Check out the website pocketpairclub.com. They got an app. It's pretty much on all these smartphones, but especially Android and iPhones. It's very, very easy to use. You can get directly linked to the app to download it from the website pocketpairclub.com. You can join thousands of other players in tournaments at cash tables or playing just for fun. They have nightly tournaments with a guaranteed $50,000 prize pool. $50,000. You're not going to get that anywhere else. A $1,000 free roll open to all club members to play for free. Double first deposit bonus. I'm not too sure, but I'm pretty sure that's self-explanatory. This app is available, like I said, on all iPhones and Android devices. Go to pocketpairclub.com. Make sure you use this referral ID. It is 411507. That's 411507. And just go to pocketpairclub.com. Thanks, Craig. I'm glad you came on board. I'm, I'm happy to be able to plug anything you want. And when uh, when 4th of July comes around, don't forget about a startup podcast that will come out and do a podcast at your fireworks place around 4th of July. I'm a whore. I'll do whatever it is for a buck. Just don't forget me. Check out the website, pocketpairclub.com. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I'll be back tomorrow. If you want to questions or comments, email me, tuttle at gmail.com. That's tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow.